Hey folks, this is your official spoiler warning for whatever topic we're discussing today. Also, be warned, we use strong language, so if that's not for you, turn back now. Hello and welcome to episode undetermined <laughs> of Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. Back with my friend Travis uh, from Omega Level Toys and Comics in Slidell, Louisiana. And I'm kind of here for the shame re-record because I fucked up. <laughs> and uh, I deleted our second, the second episode we recorded together. And I, I was, I'm still kind of broken up about it because I feel bad. And it was like... Two hours of really fun discussion, and it's just, it's gone. Lost in the ether. <laughs> so, so here <clears throat> we are again. Um, Travis, I don't know if you want to, if you want to say anything. Um, no, just Travis Hotard, uh, owner-operator of Mega Level Toys and Comics. want to say two things. Number one, I'm happy to be back here doing another one of these. I really enjoyed the first one that we did. Uh, number two, I'm just noticing the Dracula Big Trouble, or Little Monsters, no, Monster Squad. Monster Dracula Squad. Monster Squad sticker on your tablet, your laptop. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Duncan Rieger, that's his name. Yeah, I, I did not know his name, but I, I did know, it was, I do know it's from Monster Squad, because I fucking love that movie. That movie is incredible. Um, <laughs> So in in this podcast, I almost want to just go Monster Squad at this point. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll put that one in the next time because I would be all about doing like a Fred Decker double double feature, because um, that guy's done so many incredible movies. Yeah. Um, so what we do in this podcast is we take movies that we love or hate. We haven't done a hate movie yet, but but we, we will eventually, and we make uh, we create the ultimate toy line for that movie. And I can't think of uh, a, a better person to have as a guest to do that than the king of toys <laughs> in Slidell here. Um, or really in, like, the GNO, you know? Like, I, I think that's got to be you. Um, I appreciate that. That's, that's, uh, I want to be very humble right now, but thank you. <laughs> Hide your erection, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a little creepy. I that's what's say. making this stool creak. <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy and creaky. Um, so, so today we're going to talk about two different movies. We have a little bit of a theme, and that's Dave Chappelle. The first movie we're going to talk about is Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand the, uh, the proverbial football over to you and let you start it off, even though we've done this before, so no pressure. It's going to come out differently. I hope, I, I hope it just is fun. That's, that's all that matters. So, all right. In the 90s, I want to say 93, 94, there was a very popular Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner and Alan Rickman, Christian Slater, uh, etc., etc., called Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mel Brooks, in his comedic genius, very similar to what he did with Spaceballs and Star Wars, decided to poke fun at Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and he remade it as Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yes. Um, so it follows a very similar story... But there's a lot of slapstick and hijinks thrown in to make it funnier. Right. Perfect perfect description. Perfect. Yes. So, that being said, uh, it's called Robin Hood. First figure is going to have to be our title character, Robin Hood, played by Carrie Elways, who, unlike other Robin Hoods, can speak with an English accent. <laughs> So, the defining characteristic of his Robin Hood. Yes. Uh, so he's going to have a talking mechanism that says <laughs> that stupid line. He's going to have his bow and arrow. Uh, the, the I guess, Act 2 costume. His tunic, like all the Merry Men. He's, like the green forest man yes, outfit. Yeah. Yes. So basic Robin of Loxley. So next, the love interest. Perfect. Yeah. Amy Yazbek. Yep, returning from our House 2 episode. Yes. Uh, Much meatier role in this. Um, Much hotter, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. So There's definitely something to be said for the, like, uh, early early 90s starlet look in in House 2. But, I mean, 
what what you gonna do about that uh, chastity belt and uh, <laughs> and all the other lovely outfits that she has in this yes. movie? Yes. So, red gown, um, hair down, typical Marion figure. I think she comes with a little bluebird. Isn't there okay. a little bluebird that sits on her finger? Yep. So yep. she's she's doing her like uh, her song. enchanted or yeah, yeah like yeah, the Snow Disney White. princess kind of situation. So don't lose that fucking bird because <laughs> your figure will be worthless. <laughs> then your your resale value just plummets. <laughs> so all much right. like the little bird that doo doos. Yes. Oh, the little bird doo doo. <laughs> Main antagonist. So it's a little bit different than. Prince of Thieves in that you have the Sheriff of Rottingham and Prince John. Right. So, um, whereas in the other one you had Guy of Gisborne and the Sheriff. Right, right. Similar but different. Guy Uh, Guy of Gisborne, he was played by somebody interesting. Michael Um, Wincott, who was top dollar in The Crow and he was also Rochefort in the Disney Three Musketeers with Kiefer Sutherland, Oliver Platt, and Charlie Sheen and Chris O'Donnell. I'm not as familiar with that that one, but I do know that's him on from Disney the Crow. Plus, dude. I just watched it again the other night. It's so good. Is like, it better or worse than the Man in the Iron Mask? It's better. So it came out at a very similar time. Um, the Man in the Iron Mask takes itself very serious. Okay. Uh, this one is aware of what it is. Okay. That sounds um, like a good time. It's comedic. It's the Mighty Duck Three Musketeers. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're definitely selling me on it because um, I, I feel like I might have seen it, but I don't. I have no memory of it. Dude, it's like an hour and a half long. It's so good. Like Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, and Ger- uh, not Gerard, uh, Oliver Platt. So it's, it's almost you know. like a Young Guns. Yeah, those guys have had some pretty sweet careers. But great movie. Oh, okay, I'm getting off on a <laughs> it's okay. total tirade. That's what it's all about. Diatribe. Whatever. So so. Uh, I remembered. I remembered that the side, the guy of guy of Gisborne, was uh, someone interesting. Yes. yes, that's what got us there. So before we get further, I just got to say one of the best lines Alan Rickman's ever had is when he kills him with a sword, and you know, spoiler, sorry guys, <laughs> movie came out like 1993. Fuck you. He stabs him, and then he says, "At least it wasn't a spoon." Because earlier in the movie, he says. I want you to find Robin Hood and bring him here, and I'm going to rip his heart out with a spoon. And his cousin's like, Guy Gisborne. Cousin, a spoon? Why not a knife? A spoon, because it would hurt more, you idiot. And then later on, he stabs him and says, at least it wasn't a spoon. Like, all right, so. Yeah, that's a good line. Back to uh, the Sheriff one. of Rottingham. Sheriff of Rottingham black armor um removable glove and uh i'm trying to think of some way to incorporate his stupid gimmick where he inverts the words like he did to kill a king's dare you know (laughs) um i don't know if it's maybe a voice chip and he's got three of those stupid lines well we've already got uh robin with the talking mechanism yeah so so we're already gonna have to source out the parts yeah right it seems great. Uh, and so, you know, let's just retrofit Marion with it. She's got the whistle or whatever, the song for the bird. Right. She so. sings her little line of her the beginning <clears throat> of her uh, stereotypical princess song. Yes. Where she's like waiting for her true prince to come and save her. Yes. All right. So now we've got to get, we've got your, your, your driving force of the story. Boy, girl, antagonist. Then our theme, Dave Chappelle. He's the co-star. Uh, he plays... A chew, son right? of a sneeze. Son of a sneeze, <laughs> played by the late great Isaac Hayes. Hell yeah! So, uh, a chew, same outfit as Robin, but his hat is turned backwards, and it's even got the little, the little snaps, yes. the adjustable. Oh man, one yes. of the greatest gimmicks in that movie, I think, because they don't draw attention to it. It's just no. like, if you're paying attention, you notice, oh, his hat's on backwards and it's adjustable. Yes. So after that. Uh, that puts us at what four? Well, uh, let's flesh out a chew a little bit. Okay. Uh, what? So besides the the hat, what's a what's a memorable line of his? Um, um, Robin tells him to watch his back, and Robin gets hit. and He says, "You back got hit three times." <laughs> uh, oh wait, there's one of the best when Robin meets John Little, uh-huh. and so he's like, "Look, man, it ain't got to be all this. I'm on the east bank. I'm on the west bank." I'm on the right side. 
I'm on the left side. <laughs> like, just trying to get them not to fight. One that the, was a good one. Uh, one of the lines that my friends and I would always quote was, we didn't land in Sherwood Forest. Sherwood Forest landed on us. <laughs> <laughs> when he's doing the big uh, the big speech to yeah. inspire everybody before their big final battle. Oh, man. Black so, Sheriff worked in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like the, the, the other two core figures, because you need a Prince John, but you don't need him right out the gate. If you were making a, a like an 80s toy line, they probably wouldn't have made Prince John ever. Right. So or you've been a mail away. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly. You'd have to eat like six boxes of cereal, Robin yes. Men and Tight cereal, or, or pantyhose. And right. then you'd uh, <laughs> send off the UPCs and get your Prince John. So I'm going to say John Little, or Little John, as he becomes known. Right. Uh, I think last time I did him as a Build-A-Figure, didn't I? I think so. I think so. Okay. But I, I think last time we were more doing Marvel Legends, kind of, and I think this time it's more... Like a McFarlane. Similar to, like... I was picturing, like, um... Shit. I can't think of a toy line with talking figures. So I was picturing, like, the Napoleon Dynamite figures or the uh, the Austin Powers, where they've got, like, a little stanchion that okay. has a seat and there. So I would like more posability than that, because those, yeah. those McFarlane's just... They're like this. Yeah. You yeah. can maybe rotate an elbow. Yeah. And then it looks <clears throat> shitty. And then you right. put it back the way it was, and you're like, okay. I'm stuck like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll give Little John his own box, but we'll make him a deluxe figure because he's a little bit bigger frame. What if you did like a two pack with him and Will Scarlet? You could I guess do, Will Scarlet O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> Will Scarlet O'Hara, yes. So, yeah, I guess that would work because you get like a mini figure with an oversized figure. Yeah, you know, you make up that sculpting okay. uh, cost. And then the uh, sixth figure has to be Blinken. Yes. You have to have a Blinken. The, um, the like sleeper hit of the movie yes uh he's green outfit the hat and the glasses maybe comes with like a braille porno so i was thinking of either that or a pack-in of the armless bus that he can wrap around <laughs> uh, <laughs> just depends like I, I think the bust yeah i think the bust because okay. you can put the voice activation in the pedestal yeah and you could like sculpt his hands into into cupping motions yes <laughs> yes so we'll do that all right so that's six figures. We could do more, but let's get the vehicles out of the way. So this movie's very light on vehicles. Yeah, unfortunately that's been kind of like a consistent problem. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay. Someday we'll do Mad Max, and then <laughs> we'll have more vehicles than we know what to do with. Yes. So, Friar Tuck with his wagon and his... I, I love it. Well, it's, it's Rabbi Tuck. Rabbi Tuck. Rabbi Tuckman? Rabbi Tuckman. <laughs> with his wagon... And his little mini pecker guillotine. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and the ladies several, love it. Several <laughs> to uh, me too. barrels of wine. No, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's one vehicle. The other vehicle is, I believe, something you did when you did House 2 is the horses. So yeah. Brumhilda and a horse. Uh, and there'll also be another Marion with a horse. Slightly different deco. But you got to get the two horses. Seems like a good call. Yes. So, uh, other than that, if I recall correctly, the way I did the play sets last time was there was like two or three big ones. Yeah. And there was a lot of ancillary ones that connected it. So, you've got Sherwood Forest, which is a oversized play set. Clearly, we just reused the Ewok Village again. Yeah, but let's <laughs> let's do that, but make like four of them. Like, I want like a USS Flag type size. Oh, man. Fucking treehouse of horror <laughs> you know it's gonna take up this table but you imagine all the different spots and crevices and houses the swing all that shit it's like horror but from your wallet yes the horror then you'll have the planes which will be like two or three sections that one will come with uh, like a vendor and one will come with uh, a shop and one will come with I don't know, like bleachers yeah. towards the, the games. And then you've got the castle exterior, which is where you've got the different games. And the pedestal connects, and you've already got a pedestal built in. Or not pedestal. Um, like bleachers. Grand, yeah, bleachers, grandstand bleachers. kind of thing. Yes, exactly. And then you've got the big castle, yeah. right? With action features. Like, it can fire the sheriff out into <laughs> Latrine's uh, thing. Maybe you, you make Latrine come with the castle. Because oh, yes. That, oh, yeah. Latrine has to come totally with the Totally essential. Uh, Tra Tracy Ullman playing yes. that? Yeah. 
yeah, so Latrine comes with the castle. Um, of course, she's got the the two best lines. Changed it to Latrine. Used to be shit house, you know. <laughs> and uh, oh, what's the other one? Shit, I just had it. Oh, you you want to spell hire a witch? I'm your cook. <laughs> <laughs> now eat your breakfast. <laughs> That's such a great Mel Brooks, like classic <laughs> Mel Brooks gag. All right, so you got the big castle. Prince John can also come with the castle. And his, like, bathtub with his uh, with his Bathtub Prince John is a mail away. Okay. Also, every Prince John comes with four different head sculpts. I like it with the with The, the mole in different places. <laughs> See, I was, I was thinking magnetic mole, but you sell way more figures if you have different head sculpts. Yep, because people want to have... You know, this one's doing this and this, and then this one's over here. I have a mole. <laughs> <laughs> that That's his line that he says. You push a button and he just says, I have a mole. There you go. Hurt them, hurt them. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we've got, I guess, box sets, if you will. Um, con exclusive. So let's say San Diego Comic Con. San Diego's known for the... The, the one that's, like, essential, it's, like, a big deal, right? Yeah, it really so, shouldn't be an exclusive, but yes. you got to sell some shit. So, for San Diego, we'll do opening scene, a sneeze, and Robin in, like, a, a diorama box set that looks like the prison cell. That's a cool With idea. fake beard. Yeah, like, the, removable chains and yep. stuff. Oh, yeah, that would be great. People right. would buy that just for the Isaac Hayes. There you go. <laughs> then you've got... New York Comic Con, where it's still a big one, but kind of goofy. Yeah. Box set of the rappers. Okay. The, hey, yeah. nanny, 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 ho, 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 those guys. You open the flap, it plays part of the song. Yes. I said, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, and then wedding three-pack with Amy Asbeck in the wedding outfit, Robin in the tux, and Patrick Stewart as King Richard the Lionheart. Yeah. Stealing the kiss. Yeah. Oh, maybe in the in the picture they're posed in the the package they're posed with him bending yes, and her robin's over. like <laughs> <laughs> am i ever getting my wife back there you go <laughs> uh and then a roll away loxley castle and that comes with blinkin with the play girl okay i love that i would love to have a castle on wheels that would be amazing you can so, it can come with the uh the tax collector yeah the big fat guy yep that sounds great <laughs> and so i think that's going to wrap it up. I feel like it's a little bit compressed from what I did last time. But it is. It is. I feel like I'm a little more prepared. Yeah. I, I have I have one addition. Okay. One, uh, I don't know where this box set would go to. Oh, no, I know what you're going to say. Okay. I can't believe I forgot it. All right, well, I'm going to uh, let you say it then. All right, so there's a couple of other big cons. There's like Emerald City Con and there's C2E2 and stuff like that. Maybe a shared con exclusive between a couple of them. It's... Achoo, Blinken, Will Scarlett O'Hara, and Little John in drag. That's totally not where I was going. From the festival. I can't believe I forgot that. Because yes. and Blinken's got the removable chest <laughs> the that can either boobs. be corrected or crooked. Yes. He could, have a, he could have an action feature where you push a button and it spins like a helicopter. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I forgot that one. That, I mean, that, that's uh, totally essential. The one that I was going to go with is the Wedding Night 3-pack, where you have, in the box, you have Amy Yazbek in her chastity belt, or, or the Sheriff of Rottingham uh, with his jackhammer, jack and then you have Robin standing back looking aghast. Yes, okay. <laughs> just want to get that jackhammer toy in there, don't oh, you? Oh, I need, I need a jackhammer. <laughs> I have never seen one, so. So, there we go. I think that's going to wrap it up. Cool. Two omissions, didn't do too bad. Uh, and I think we created a pretty lush world yes. around Robin Hood men in tights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more, way more toys than are unfortunately ever going to exist. I think Mel Brooks will be proud of the merchandising potential. Yeah, we lived up to Yogurt's uh, plan. All right, so <sighs> getting back on track. <laughs> Following the Dave Chappelle theme, your movie is Half-Baked. Yes. And uh, it, it feels really criminal to be 100% sober talking about Half-Baked, but that's the world that we're living in right now. I'm, I, 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 can't, I can't invite you into my house currently and all of this nonsense. So here we are. I'm stone sober talking about a movie about weed. But uh, Half-Baked is, uh, I think it's a classic. I don't know if everyone would agree, but uh, I think it's one of the funniest movies, maybe not of all time, but 
it's really fucking funny. Top top ten, top twenty. It's it's great. It's just great. I, I just relatively recently rewatched it, but right before when we first recorded. Yeah. And uh, and it just it holds up, man. It's just it's just so good. It's got so many funny people in it. Um, the plot is largely irrelevant, but we'll just run it down in case people don't know. You got a group of stoners. And uh, one of them goes to jail, and they have to sell weed to raise money to get him out of jail, so they can get bail him out, so he can prove his innocence. Um, but the plot isn't that important. It's basically just like a movie written by stoners that shows you a peek into the life of a stoner in, in an exaggerated way, and it's just really fucking hilarious. Multiple stoners. But um. Like, I saw this movie as a teenager who was terrified of drugs. Like, I, I swallowed the the line of, you know, the D.A.R.E. program. You know, drugs were terrifying. Yeah. But this movie was still hilarious. I don't know about you. Uh, I don't know how much of your upbringing you want to talk about. but No, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I mean, did when you saw this this movie, was it did it ring true to you as, like, were you a big... Oh, look, or? it absolutely <laughs> hit me like exactly like it was growing up. You yeah. know, the the goofy experiences the and doing it with like three of your closest friends um, was really cool. Definitely harkened back to like some younger days. Yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely kind of makes me wistful, you know, like like I'm sad that like, I had a fine upbringing. It was fine. But yeah. But I kind of, uh, I wish that I got to experience some of that stuff. Half-Baked definitely resonated with me. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. See, I'm able to bring it back in. I, yeah, I I love this movie, and so I'm ready to make the toy line. Um, So the first thing I want to say is the type of toy line. So what I'm picturing is something like the old Police Academy toys. Something with, like... Uh, exaggerated proportions, kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. I think I might have even used this as a as a thing, but I think it matches really well with Half Baked because it's a comedy. It's very yeah. goofy and silly. It doesn't even feel like it takes place in reality, you know. So I'm picturing uh, like roughly five inch figures, kind of cartoony looking. Each figure maybe has a little action gimmick, you know, something that they do. Um, and also, every figure comes with a different kind of weed. You, you you get with each figure you get a different strain of weed now I don't know enough about different strains <laughs> of weed to say which ones are going to come with which but I just sort of throwing that out there so create a shared universe and have it be the types of weed from grandma's boy okay that's yeah. so you do that and people are like but this wasn't even in that movie but then when you eventually do like a grandma's boy line because I mean god the, the stuff we could do with that you can do some <laughs> sort of throw in like the They'll come with like packs of the pharmaceutical weed from the place in half baked. Ah, you get that. So it's like they exist. Crossover. Yes, like they exist in the same universe. I mean, I would be all about a uh, some Grandma's Boy uh, Police Academy style toys. There you go. (laughs) Samantha's fucking Alex. (laughs) (laughs) But see, that guy demands a uh, talking feature for sure. Oh yeah. Or maybe he has a voice changer, and you talk through it, and it makes you sound like his dorky robot voice. That would be good. Snake Mountain microphone technology. It exists. <laughs> so, the, so the first figure that we have to have is Thurgood. Right? Mm-hmm. Thurgood is our Dave Chappelle. That's our main character. He's very important. I actually think that he deserves to get three figures. Dave Chappelle deserves to get three figures. Uh, the first one would just be like... He would say, I deserve four. Yeah, he probably <laughs> would. He would demand uh, extra treatment because he deserves it. So the, the first uh, Thurgood figure, the, the like basic Thurgood, I think, is the uh, the janitor outfit. You know, he's got his kind of coveralls. The blue jumpsuit. He's got to come with a bucket and a mop mm-hmm. uh, so he can kind of pretend to be working and then accidentally sneak around to the weed place, you know. Um, I think maybe his, uh, his action feature is he like, he like stuffs weed into his jacket. You like uh, you like pull a lever up and down on his back, and he like he, he can stuff a bag right weed into his coat. The the second Dave Chappelle figure, and it's still technically Thurgood, would be when he's pretending to be the Jamaican drug dealer, Mister Nice Guy. Yes. Uh, so he's got dreads. Um, I think the the action feature on that one would just be him saying near the beach, near the beach, because that 
that Saba. line has followed me my entire life. Ever since I saw that movie, I've never stopped repeating that line. It's just too funny. Anytime Jamaica comes up in any way, that's what I know about Jamaica. <laughs> not delicious food, not uh, music and culture, Bob Marley. Nope, near the beach. That's all I got. And then the third Dave Chappelle would be, is, is not actually Thurgood. It would be the famous rapper, Sir Smoke-a-Lot. And, um, Smoke Dog. Uh, that he has his wonderful um, diatribe where he's just like pouring out his emotions to uh, to Thurgood because why? he gets emotional. Why did he have sex with my mama? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is that has got to be one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Just him because they're they're talking about all the different types of weed smokers, right. and that one is that he gets really emotional and shares. Overshares too yes. much with him. All right, man, I'll hit it for a minute, but I gotta go. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, and that one I think he just has to say help. But now that we're through all the third good characters, the next one we go to is Scarface, and that's uh, one of the guys that co-wrote the movie. Yes, and he he's another one that has amazing, uh, memorable lines. Um, the first time we see him, he's working the fryer at the burger place. And, uh, and he just blows up on the guy. So maybe he has uh, an action feature where his arms kind of go up and down like that. I think you're going to need to make three of each one of the core characters. Okay. I think it's just going to happen that way. Because I can already picture three Scarfaces. So you got the one you're talking about right now. Right, right the fry cook version. Right, but he's also got to come with the microphone. So he could come with like the register, like a stand with the register and the microphone on it. That seems good. And he could just... Uh, he could have the hands... And, like, wave up and down like that. But then there'll be the sound clip in the register. Yeah. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> so I can think of... I can think of the... The second outfit would be just sort of like his normal walking around Casual, outfit. yeah. Like, uh, basic uh, kind of... Jersey Shore. Latino dude, right? Like, he's got the... It's like stereotypical Latino Cholo. guy. Yeah, he's got the the buttoned at the neck. Yeah, with the white T-shirt underneath and the dress shirt open. Yep. But what would be the what would be the third one? The dead president. Oh shit! Yeah, from the yeah, end. From the robbery. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I I can't believe I forgot about that one because for some reason I know that's from Dead Presidents, but I've never seen Dead Presidents. Neither have I. I just remember <laughs> seeing the cover of the movie and knowing that that's what they're spoofing. It's like that and the grandma in uh, in Don't Be a Menace. I knew yeah. both of them were from Dead Presidents, but I hadn't seen Dead Presidents. Yep. Look, I, I guess maybe like the regular Star- Scarface could come with the with the dog killer. Oh yeah, with his his Rottweiler killer. Yep. Uh, and then the Dead Presidents, maybe he comes with like a bag of weed, and uh, well, didn't he have the rope? I think so. Yeah, he had it like around his shoulders. Rope, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Because Thurgood's like, uh, what, what'd you bring that rope for? And he's like, I don't know. We might need it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So I may need your help coming up with three versions of the other characters because for okay. So let's go on to we'll go on to Kenny. Kenny. Okay, Kenny. Uh, played by the wonderful Harlan Williams. Mm-hmm. I, I remember last time we talked about this, you let me know that he was in uh, Big Money Hustlers. Big Money Hustlers, Which yes. I have on my watch list, but I still haven't watched it yet. Gotta watch it. Uh, I'm a big so fan funny. of Harlan Williams. He's a funny dude. I'm telling you, it's the ICP, Harlan Williams, and the Jerky Boys. Like, you can't go wrong with it. It's great. But I, I definitely will watch it, I promise. So Kenny, like, he just, I can't even picture his clothes, really. Like, he just sort of has very nondescript clothes. Yeah, it's like, what, a red shirt with sleeves underneath, or blue shirt, like, blue button with an orange shirt, something stupid like that. Yeah, it's just, like, real Typical basic 90s. stoner attire. Yes. Yeah. Um, maybe, I, I can I can imagine prison outfit him. Prison jumpsuit. All right. Yes. I can also imagine sort of regular outfit. He comes with all the food that he gets sent to prison for feeding to the diabetic horse. Yes. Isn't there a scene that shows him as the like kindergarten teacher? There is, yeah, but I can't picture any any clothes or anything. I think he's wearing something different, almost not an Oxford type suit, like a but, sweater or something. Yeah, maybe. okay. So we got like kindergarten Kenny comes with like some school books that he's yeah. reading, finger paints and stuff like that. Yep. 
Uh, you got then you got prison Kenny, where he maybe comes with his he fruit comes with cup, the calendar, and the fruit cup. <laughs> got to have the calendar and a sharpie. Yes, so he can uh, just oh, naughty jungle of love. <laughs> he can cross out nasty Nate. There you go. I'm picturing like a little lever on his back that you wiggle back and forth, <laughs> and it comes with a tiny little sharpie that actually crosses out the there crotch you go. of nasty Nate. And then you just wipe it, and it goes back to... It's like... Oh, my God. It's a dry erase yeah. calendar. Oh, my God. This is perfect. Yeah. We're, we would so sell this to the seven people <laughs> who, who would want this. <laughs> okay. So think like the collectors. I think we got Kenny down. Okay. So then our last main character is Brian. Brian. Uh, Brian, played by... I can't think of the guy's Jim Brewer. Name. So Brian... I can also only picture one outfit of Jim Brewer's character, of, uh, of, of Brian, because he just wears, like, sweatpants and a uh, tie-dye shirt. Is there any other outfits of him? So, I think instead of outfits, you're going to have to just give him three different features. Okay. So it'll be the same general outfit, but maybe a different look on his face. Okay. And so there's one that you hit the feature, and he'll just... It's almost like one of them carnival frogs. Like you hit it and he'll just spring up and fall. <laughs> right? I mean, that's one of the biggest laughs for me in the movie uh, when, when Brian just comes falling out of the sky. There you go. You've got, you've got another one where you've just got like an old school Masters of the Universe toggle in his back. And it's got two levers on the inside of the figure that make him do this. It's him freaking out in the record store. I'm not going to do whatever it thinks I'm going to do. Right? But it just—it's oh, wacky yeah. arms. They just do that. He has his uh, his. Uh, oh my god! Who's going with me? <laughs> what the fuck is that move? J- Jerry Maguire. I yes. kept wanting to say Jerry Garcia. <laughs> well, he's got. That's your third one. So he's got one that will. I guess I'm sure a Shira character had this feature where you could hit a button and it would poof out like glitter or something. Oh god! Or I, like, I don't think there is that, but that's got to happen. Yeah. So. It, it could be a the, cap. It could be a cap firing. Yes. And it makes smoke. And, and that's <laughs> Jerry Garcia. He just appears. He's, his face is just like it's really him. But he's got the little opening like a, what is that? Sawrod? The fucking Masters of the University of Sawrod? He's got the spark and it has the smoke come out. That'd be great. A cap. Perfect. I just saw those in stores again the other day. Cap firing figures or cap the, guns? Cap guns. I was in... Bucky's when Brian and I went to Texas a couple months back to pick up that Star Wars collection and they they were selling cap guns. I was like, I didn't even think they still made this. That's Texas though, right? Yes. That explains everything. Yeah. There well, we go. I'm really glad you were here because I would not have been able to do that with Brian. <laughs> um, our, our next character that I think is kind of essential, Mary Jane, the love interest of the movie. Yes. Played by the absolutely gorgeous Rachel True. I think last time we had this amazing talk about the chicks from the craft. Oh yeah, we went from yeah. Rachel True is super underrated. I think. I, I think she's all time '90s hottie. Got to be. But like, there's nothing to do with her toy. So like, I don't think she needs a toy. No. Um, so all she does is like make Thurgood stop doing what he loves. Which True. is kind of a bummer to think about, especially, I mean, I mean, if you're gonna stop doing what you love for a woman, it might as well be for Rachel True. Right. So, so maybe she's, I, I don't know, I don't think she gets a toy, what do you think? It's not really gonna affect the story, you know, Yeah. you could just have any generic, you know, you could take a Sin City Nancy figure... <laughs> And have that be the love interest. Like yeah. you could take that's a, true. Yeah, so you could take leaving. a Marvel legend. You could you could take <laughs> anybody and just have that be like tell your own half baked story. Like the gang smokes so much weed that Thurgood <laughs> thinks he's dating Storm from the fucking X Men. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, that's way better. I, I, that that provides much better play patterns than giving a love interest. So, yes. Fuck Rachel True. I right. love her. She's gorgeous. Mary Jane doesn't get a toy. There you fuck go. That. There you go. The next <clears> one I have. And I think this is the last actual action figure that's necessary, but you, you can totally correct me, uh, is Samson. Samson. Gotta I think have Samson. Samson comes in a, I'm, I'm going to say three-pack, it could be a four-pack, however many of his sexy ladies we want to include with him. But Samson has to come with his throne, uh, he has to have his little tiny pistol, and then he's <coughs> got to have his, his assorted sexy lady guards, including one with a titty that pops out. <laughs> because that's another great scene in the movie 
where they're having their big fight. They're fighting for their lives. They're trying to get the cops to come and rescue them after they've been turned state's evidence. And they're trying to uh, roll over on the bigger guy. And all of a sudden, the fight comes to a stop because one of the girl's tits falls out of her shirt. Yes. So, good luck with us trying to get a toy manufacturer to approve this removable cloth so the tit pops out. <laughs> NECA. Let us know, NECA. We can help you out. But you have to, it'd be like Toonie, the Toonie Terrors, yeah. you know, but Toonie, like the Bill and Ted that they have. Mm-hmm. But like it's the half-baked. Or something. Incendium, I don't know. And they have, they have like Ace Ventura, yeah. and they also have the uh, the Back to the Future figures. I would fit right in, honestly, with that. That's what I should have gone with, instead <laughs> of uh, Police Academy style. There you go. Who the fuck remembers those Police Academy toys? I do. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so there is another character, but he's going to come with the playset. The guy on the couch is going to come with the playset. Again, we don't have vehicles, really. Uh, we, we have two. There's two. Uh, one of them is sort of a vehicle. It's the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the diabetic horse maybe comes with the food, Kenny. It's like a deluxe pack. That's where we got into like the ICP and stuff last time, because I kept telling you, in, in, in Big Money Hustlers, it's a very similar thing. Like, he's Officer Harry Cox, and... Uh, he fucks up and his partner Sugar Bear gets killed. So he's like, oh, for sugar. I miss you, sugar. Oh, I love you. <laughs> it's the same bit he does with the horse when the cop has him. You know, say Buttercup, say his name. Butternut. Buttercup. Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's that's one of the vehicles. And then I, I just remembered that you reminded me the other vehicle would be the police van. Yes. The uh, the stakeout van. Yes, which we um, would add a feature, like some sort of dry ice or something, so that yeah. it would smoke out. Similar to the Brian thing, maybe. You know, yes. it's uh, Although we did talk about caps, never mind. It wouldn't be like the Brian thing. It, it would have its own motorized smoke pellets that you, uh, you you have to put a AA battery in there, and then you drop a little thing, and then it fills up the back. So I had a toy like smoke. that as a kid. Really? That... That robot thing that's behind the counter, it was similar to that. Like, it was a remote control. So think of a centaur, but instead of half-man, half-horse, he's like half-man, half-hot rod. Okay. And it was all black, and he had these silver um, exhaust pipes that came out the side. And so, I don't remember if it was you had to pour water in it or something in a certain part, but when he would run, it would burn and smoke would come out of the exhaust pipes. And it was like... Smelled like a model train. Oh no! Okay, so some kind of an electrical motor or something yes. that was like yes, that was uh, like putting the smoke out or like evaporating the water to create the smoke. <laughs> I can't remember exactly how it went, but yeah, dude, that sounds awesome. like very carcinogenic <clears throat> to me. <laughs> yes, we're definitely gonna kill people. Yeah, yeah, that they would not make that now. No. They, oh man. Well, that's what we want to make. We yes. want that same. We're gonna find out what that gimmick was. We'll apply for the patent, and we'll put it in the back of our uh, stakeout van. There we go. <laughs> Adult toy. Not for children. That's right. It's not. Even though they're, <clears throat> like, super cartoony looking Everyone's going to want to turn into a fucking Punisher van anyway. You're right. That's what everybody does or, with toy vans. Or they're going to open the mutagen to our turtles and put them inside, and when you open the door, the smoke comes out, and then they're just there, coming out of their shells. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that gets us through the vehicles. Um, and I'm actually very glad that you remembered uh, about the, the stakeout van because it actually gives us two real vehicles yes. instead of just me being like, nah, fuck it, there's not another vehicle. The apartment is the obvious one. I think last time when we talked about it, I did the lab because the lab, the, the lab building where Thurgood works, because that has the closest thing to like an action set piece and it gives us the ability to have Brian fall out of the sky. Yes. Um, but either way, you're going to have a good time. Uh, in the lab, you could have the, the room full of weed and you could have the little counter where he, uh, he walks up and hilariously gives her the piece of paper. And then when she hands him the huge bag of weed, he just loses his mind that I love that scene so much. So which does he come with the Abba Zabba bar then? Or is that earlier when he's the janitor? Oh, that, that would have to be the the janitor figure. He okay. would have to come with like a stretched out Abba Zabba for yes. him to eat. Um, and that that reminds me of the deluxe box set that we're gonna have to do. Let's let's let me finish the. Okay. Uh, there's really not that much to say from the for the playset. To so be honest. one thing you can do for the playsets. So I know mine with Robin Hood 
and I kind of did it with Big Trouble in Little China. I was big on them all connecting, like that yeah, world modular. of Simpsons stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way. Because, like, you know, the Technodrome could roll up to the sewer layer and connect, but it's stupid. The Ninja Turtles are like, hey, I'm sitting in my hammock or looking in my periscope. <laughs> Why is there a terror? There's a motherfucking Mauser three little quadrants away. <laughs> Right? Meanwhile, the Technodrone, like, Shredder's like, oh, I don't know where he's at, Krang. I can't find Splinter. We're don't connected. You better get him, Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, like, connected, butted up next door. You They've don't have to always do that. been connected. You don't have to do that. You can have your Thurgood's apartment over here. You can have your lab over here. And you can have your battle with Samson over here. Like, just three separate things that don't connect. Yeah. You know, when you create your own imaginary world. I struggled with that at first as a kid understanding like well i get to buy castle grayskull and i get to buy stink mountain but on the commercial there's this whole fucking battlefield yeah there's like rocks and and i'm shit like everywhere. in my backyard like well it's grass and it looks lame you know <laughs> or i'm in my living room on carpet yeah like takes you out of it and it did took me a while to realize that my imagination just had to build the rest yeah well i, I think that we would sell a fuck ton of uh Apartment playsets and like Samson's throne room. Oh yeah, I mean that those would sell like crazy. the The lab probably wouldn't sell that much. Like it would be a bore, kind of boring. But, but you would need it for the heist, and you would need it for the Brian scene. Yeah, someone's gonna want it for that Brian scene, not I, just you. I mean, I know I do. I know there you, you do. We're we're definitely uh, we would sell two of them. Yeah, at least two of them. So the the thing that I forgot this time, and that I forgot the first time we recorded this was the four-pack of them as children. Yes. And you you reminded me of that, and God, that scene is so good. When they, they relive their first introduction to weed, and uh, they have the little convenience store. So I'm picturing a box set that uh, is them standing in the convenience store. Yes. And you have, like, a printed backdrop. You got, like, the Slurpee machine, mm-hmm. the giant Abba Zabba bar, you got the superhero. actual accessories are printed on there. Uh, I think that the the I think each one should have one accessory. As long as we're dreaming, we might as well make them real. Right. We might as well make them. So real. four accessories. So okay. Thurgood's got the Abba Zabba bar. Jai fucking Gantic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kenny's got the fucking the superhero dude that says he's feeling it. <laughs> right. It right. could just be a static figure that goes behind him. You don't have to waste the articulation. It could. It could even like uh, clip on his back. You yes. know, like a, like a backpack of the superhero. And doesn't one of them have, like, a really big drink or something? I think it's like a Slurpee. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also, I think there's, like, a giant bag of Funyuns, yes. too. Yes, yeah. So um, there you go. Each of them has an accessory. <laughs> that would be fantastic. And, of course, you got to come with a joint, too. Right. Uh, so they can all stand around and go, I don't think this shit's working, man. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you're forgetting something else? Oh, so, man. What are we going to do about the montage of weed smokers oh i mean like um, you got to get a willie nelson a snoop dogg a janine garofalo a, a john stewart i i would love that or is it ben stiller uh no it's john stewart right john stewart for sure yeah yeah because he's the one who says you ever done this on, on weed? weed which i had a friend just like that oh no i was afraid i was going to become that guy as an adult <laughs> but i think i dodged it yeah, maybe that that could be like a sideline, you know, kind of like the uh, the Simpsons uh, that the, that NECA did after the World of Springfield was released. You have like a sideline of just the celebrities. Okay. So, yeah. So it's not part of the original toy line. You gotcha. Know? You just have like yeah, because they had like Lucy Lawless and Mark Hamill and Tom Petty and all of Aerosmith. Yeah, like Stan Lee. And yes. Bill, uh, Weird Al and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that would those would definitely sell just like generic versions of those those uh, celebrities. Tooney Taros, Janine Garofalo, and Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop God. Dogg for sure. He's like you printing money. Followed yeah. by Willie Nelson. Yeah, I mean all I, the only one of those characters that might not sell that well would probably be John Stewart, just because like yeah. I, the overlap of like toy collectors and John Stewart fan like mega fans is probably not that. I, I mean I'm a fan. I like John Stewart. But I don't know that I need a toy of that guy. Right. <laughs> Agreed. Well, I mean, uh, is there anything else that you can think of that I failed to cover? No. No, I think you got it. Um, I I absolutely love Half-Baked, and I think that it would actually be cool to get a toy of those characters. Like, Even if we great. just got Thurgood. Yeah, anything at all I'd be happy with. 
and the same goes for Robin Hood Men in Tights. It's uh, honestly both of those movies, it, all the Mel Brooks movies. That's what we need to do. We need to get together with somebody who has a shitload of money, and we need to license the Mel Brooks movies and make little like Toonie Terror style figures of the of the main characters of those movies. Spaceballs, Men in Tights, Blazing Saddles, Blazing Saddles, History of the World Part One, Young every, Frankenstein. Oh God, Young Frankenstein. Yes. I every every Mel Brooks movie would just sell like hotcakes. Yes. That's never gonna happen. So, do we wanna give the listeners a preview of what we might be doing next? I would love to, but I don't even know what that is. So you may have to fill me in. Um, well, I mean, what are your thoughts? So, um so Noel and I gave homework of species and cabin in the woods uh it's sort of undetermined when those episodes are going to be released because we haven't recorded them yet so we can definitely give them some the the viewers some homework movies that they need to to have watched and then we can record those anytime okay uh i mean you talked about monster squad earlier i i absolutely love monster squad and uh so i feel like we could throw out a few Definitely Monster Squad. I tell you what, why don't you come up with two and I'll come up with two. And if you want, I can come up with two more on top of Monster Squad. So we just throw out five. And doesn't mean you got to go watch all five, but it means at some point in the coming future, those five are on our radar. So well, at the very least, we're giving people movies that we really like. Yes. Uh, and that, that and if they should go see them if they haven't comment seen Comment on the pod like wherever this is posted YouTube or Google or wherever and just comment hey I heard those five go with this that would be great give us feedback totally well like the other Fred Decker movie that I would love to do is Night of the Creeps okay Uh, that that movie is another uh, I I don't know how unknown it is like it's definitely not that well known but I I fucking love that movie Uh, it's a great like funny but also scary zombie movie zombie slash brain slugs movie so i would love to do that one uh, that sounds awesome so we got monster squad night of the creeps uh i'm gonna go so i said i would set up two more i'm gonna go two very different directions so i'm gonna go with horror and i'm gonna say brain scan brain scanner brain scan brain scan i don't know Edward if i've seen furlong that frank langella Ooh. Never seen that one? I've never seen that the one. The Trickster. So the premise is... I'm, write, I'm writing these down. Brain scam. So the premise is this kid is a computer gamer and he's like hot shit in his neighborhood. And he gets this new disc in the mail. And it's this new virtual game. And it's called Brain Scan. And you're introduced to it by a character called the Trickster. And so without spoiling too much of the movie, the first time he jacks into it, like... People in town start to die. Oh. That sounds pretty cool. And his game experience is like virtual reality. So It sounds like it could be a better version of... um, What is that shitty movie that was filmed in New Orleans? It was like Survive or Play... I can't remember. I don't know. It's it's, it's got the kid from... uh, it's got the kid from Malcolm in the Middle in it. It's like it's like a, a video game that kills people, but it, it sucks. Mm. So so this maybe this is actually like a well done version of that. Well, this shit came out like nineteen ninety four or ninety three. It's old school. Yeah, I don't know. That so it totally sounds awesome. And I uh, have to watch. So that yeah, one. definitely brain scan. And then I'm gonna edge on the lighter side. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, hell yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit had some toys, but I think we could do it better. I think yeah. we could do it justice. Oh, that yeah, that's a great choice. And it's a movie I haven't watched in a long time, so I would really like to watch it again. So. All right, so then we got one more for you. All right, well, I'm going to cheat because I have I have a list here of, uh, of things that I want to do uh, a movie of. And I'm going to go with a movie that ne- that has a whole bunch of vehicles in it. Maximum Overdrive. Nice. 
who doesn't want a fucking Green Goblin 18-wheeler? <laughs> I know I want one. There you go. And, and uh, just, you know, spoilers on that one. Definitely doing a Stephen King on cocaine action figure in that <laughs> one. Because that's essential. To I'm this. a sucker for Emilio Estevez. Oh, dude. Emilio Estevez is awesome. He's another one. Young Guns? Young Gun. So, yeah, I think that's a good little mix there. Yeah, that seems great. Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Brain Scan, and... Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Yes. Cool. There we go. Well, uh, let's give everybody the rundown of uh, where they can where they can find you. Um, I, I will, of course, have the links in the description and uh, on the website and everything. We'll be able to find you. So where you can find me, we recently just moved to 1354 Corporate Square in Slidell, Louisiana, 70458. Much bigger space than we had before, much nicer, more comfortable. I've only been here a week, but or by the time you guys have heard this, probably a week and a half, two weeks, but it definitely feels more at home. It feels more like, it feels more natural. I really love the look. Um, a lot of hard work went into it. You know, you yourself helped out, Brett Powers. Uh, Tim Stoddard and my girlfriend, Viana Ledger, obviously helped the most. And then Ron, our new team member, Akil, um, Everyone kind of pitched in, and, and it really, it's heartwarming thinking about this community, and when someone needs help, there's so many people that are willing to just drop what they're doing and come help. Uh, I know that kind of went in a weird place, <laughs> but I'm just really thankful for all the help, and this is the first week that I've had people working with me, and I'm able to rest and sleep, and I know you said I look tired, but I've actually, this is the, the most revived I've felt in, I can't tell you how long, it's like I woke up from a from a haze by not having to come here five days a week by just getting some rest and getting to relax like so as usual we just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast um i don't know how many people there are out there listening to this podcast but it's been really fun and i've learned a lot doing it and it would be awesome if you let us know what you think about it what did how did we fuck up somehow did was there something we could have done better did we um, leave a character out? Did we leave a vehicle out? Yeah, there's probably something we, we missed. Let us know. Talk to us. If you loved it, just tell us you loved it. That that would honestly make my day, and I'm sure it would make Travis's day too, if, like, what, what was funny. Like, tell me, tell us something that made you laugh that one of us said. Absolutely. Um, and uh, until next time, from, uh, from Salesaurus. And Omega Level Toys and Comics. Six feet.